Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail hey everybody welcome it's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on happy day to everybody hello mr benny hi pop how are you i'd be pretty good uh another day another day in paradise hi david hey yeah Well, we are going to kick it up today with Tracy L. Clark. So for many of you, you know who Tracy is. You've listened to her show. You've worked with her. But what is it when we get touched on the shoulder and asked to share our stories? And what happens when we're asked to be out in the world and be out in the world in a big way? But what happens when we're asked to be out in the world and talk about our connection and relationship with God. So Tracy is joining me here today with her fabulous book, God, Where Are You? And this is about radical transformation. And what I mean by that is sometimes we can go through life and there are changes we make. And we sometimes think in order for us to radically change, it has to be this arduous, long, drawn-out process. But what if you could change in a nanosecond? What are the keys to understanding you're in the middle of this? And what is it about this book and her work that is so spot on for where we live? Tracy, it's great to have you. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. And it's it's still unreal to have the book out. <laughs> you know, when you you think about it for years and years and finally you get that nudge, those little whispers from spirit and you're like, all right, it's time. And like what you said, it's, you know, I thought it would be out sooner than, than now, but I always say spirit has divine timing because it couldn't have been more divine timing for what the whole world, what we're all going through right now and change. Yeah, and one of the things that I wanted to talk with you about is the energy of the book and the energy of my impression when I say the energy. And I talk about the energy of something because, you know, people talk about a book as a book, right? Mm -hmm. But there are books that are books and there are books that carry an energy. And the energy is something that uh, we use the word energy, but I like to talk about it as this invisible magic dust that if you are aware of it and you are in the middle of it and you can have a glimmer of it, you could probably see how it can help you in your life. How, How many droplets of this energy miracle dust have touched you? Wow. Uh, you know, a lot. And um, <laughs> I, I can't even count how many. And when you become aware of it, you know, in your own life, you start to see them throughout the day. I know you see them throughout your day. I see them. And one of the really intentions I had behind writing this book 
and we've had huge feedback from people around the world on it in the last few weeks was I wanted them that when they picked it up, they could one feel, like you said, the energy of it, but use it also as not only to read through it, but people are like, Tracy, I took the book. I'm like, okay, thank you. God, universe divine. I just want to open a page and they open a page and they're sending me the page. And it's like something they asked for. Like, they're like, this couldn't be more divinely guided. And you know, I got a beautiful testimonial of a lady that she has a testimonial in the book and she didn't know. I didn't tell whose testimonials. We have all these testimonials, what to pick. Mm -hmm. And her brother had recently passed and she was in the car and she just picked up the book and she said, she was talking to her brother and she said, I need to know a sign that you're, you're here with us. You're with us. You know, she's going through the grieving process and she opened the book directly to her testimonial. And I got chills and she just said to me, I just cried and I knew, I knew that that was his sign and writing the book, I wanted people to be able to go back to it and say, can I just open what's, what's my message today? What's the sign? Not only for them to get tools and things that they required or could use in their own way to change their life. And especially this year being so prominent and those are the kind of things we're getting back from people. Mm -hmm. And what, what made my heart sing was that was one of my intentions of writing the book. How can somebody get blessed by just reading something and receive that blessing in their energy field to help them move forward another day? There was so much for me, Tracy, in the book. And I just want to say to everybody, if you want to find out who Tracy is, I want, I want to just make you aware of a few things. TracyLClark.com check out her website. But there are so many ways for you to connect with Tracy, you know, and it is Reverend Tracy L. Clark. We're going to talk about that in a moment. Um, and how to connect, but more than connect, you know, this is where Tracy and I look at our lives and we ask ourselves, what can we do to help people? What can we do to help people basically to help folks help themselves in a way? Um, but what can we do? And when you look at what Tracy is doing, including um, a TLC book club, it starts January 19th, and Tracy's going to talk about it. Um, you can do, get that at our website. But in her weekly show, you can hear the vibration and the energy of people. You know, this is about folks wanting a solution and, be, and they are willing to take action. That's what Tracy does in the world. When you ask me to write the forward, in the book, it took me a while, right? I, you probably were wondering, is she ever gonna finish it, right? <laughs> but I read the books, right? And there was so much in the book to talk about and to address and to know that the divine is operating. And so when I sat down to write it, it was long and Linda, Linda handed me the book and said, Tracy put your entire forward in the book. I did. And I said, yeah. And I went back to read it. And here's the question I want to ask you. It's the question I led, led off with. How many foxhole prayers have you said in your lifetime? Can you remember when you hit a rock bottom and thought, who will help me? Is there a power out there that even knows I exist? Did you feel like that sometimes? 
I felt like that. That's why I titled it, God, where are you? Because <laughs> I can't tell you how many times, you know, I had to go through my own process that, you know, you know, well, of, of awakening and even saying, you know, I didn't, I couldn't even say the word God till five years ago, because for me, I had all this misconceptions and ideas and I had to come back to what it was of this beautiful love spirit divine. And um, yeah, many times on the floor, like, is there anything out there is like, why is this like, not able to shift my perception or what and, and see what I was even doing to create more of this. I was so in my garbage. I, I couldn't even see the way. So I'm like, there's nothing out there. Don't you even try to tell me. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> and you know, it's interesting. I'm talking to you this day and we're going to really do a little bit of a deep dive in the book, but I'm talking to you today because something happened yesterday in my world that I didn't see coming. And what I have to remember, and it's, and it's no mistake that I'm reading your book and doing the show today, right? Because if you were sitting with me and Linda last night, you, we would have been, God, where the bleep are you? Where did you go? What is up with you? What the heck could you be planning? And, and look, and the scheme of things that can happen to you in life, it doesn't seem like a big thing. So after 14 years living where I'm living, we were told you got to move. Um, we got to do some things to make the place better. And, and here we are. And the last thing you expect is something like that. And you could either stay in the pity party of it. Mm -hmm. Or I looked at Linda and I said, God is smarter than a fifth grader. God does not do things right? But can you talk about how we move yeah. from that place of total despair yeah. to hanging on to belief and faith? Yeah, it's, it's a big one. And it's a, it's a big one right now in our whole world. <laughs> it's a big one. Um, it, it is. And it takes, it takes time when you're, when you're moving first, I would say you have to process it. You really got to sit with it for a minute. You said it very well. And this is what I've learned. And if people think that you're going to live your glory life for the rest of your life without a challenge that, I don't know, they've been drinking some wrong Kool-Aid. They need to switch. Their <laughs> it's not going to happen. But like you said, you know, you get hit with this and it's taking first it's digesting it. And then I say, it's taking that step back. And you said it very well. And I'm always like, all right. That means we've jumped energetically or something's changing. And to get us to the things that we've asked for, whether we want to create something or we need more connection, usually we need to move to do it. And when we get comfortable in a space, it makes it very difficult for spirit to come in and reorganize things. So a lot of people are looking for this, their results of what they're creating by being in the same atmosphere. And you can't. So a lot of times I have had that happen where all of a sudden I'm like, you got to move in 30 days. Like I, I'm like, what? what? What do you mean 30 days? I got two kids. I just had mouth surgery. What do you mean 30 days? <laughs> Come on. You know, and it hits you and it's a shock. But then when you step back and you just digest, you're like, that means there's something bigger on the way for me. I may not be able to see it. I may not know. But if you can look at what you've asked for or what you're wanting to create or what you've been looking for, that builds a bridge, a bridge that you can start to walk over 
to realize it once you get to that new place you'll look back and go okay spirit knew better than i did because spirit i have learned spirit knows better than all of us yeah. <laughs> we just got to follow the breadcrumbs listen to the whispers yeah, yeah. and I, I think that's one of the things that if we talk about you know the book and the timing of the book is that there are things that happen to us in our lives mm -hmm. and certainly one of the things that brought you to write this book were were one or many of the challenges when you look back let's share a little bit about what it was that really brought you to the forefront to say i need to share my journey my story you know what life was about what almost losing life was about I need yeah. to share this with people what was it about your personal journey that taught you how to help others take that journey, uh, but don't step in the potholes that Tracy L. Clark. Yeah, kind of two part. Yeah, it is. It's true. It, it's and it's hard. Like I cried when I finished writing this. It's a very vulnerable place to go, and yeah. it takes you back. And people couldn't quite understand that. I cried when I held it for the first time, and they're like, "What?" You know, like. But it was because. When I went through that, and you know, you, you're like me, you've been awake in this world for a long time. And when we started, it was very much on your own journey, or what are they doing, or that's, that's weird. And a lot of people that I'd worked with, it said, you need to share your story, because when they would come for a session, or we're working in group, I'm like, you know what, have you looked at it from this perspective? Because I would find I'd be working with all these people that had similar things, maybe a variation that I had gone through. And they were like, I never thought of it that way. We shift the energy. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh, this happened or this, I didn't have to go through it as long. So with writing the book, I just, you know, it kept pressing on my heart. You got to write it. You got to write it. And I thought, okay, one vulnerable, like I said, challenging, but two, I thought if I could give somebody a piece of literature that they could say, okay, not, oh, that's worse than me. I can do this. Maybe that's what they need. Like this sounds yuckier than me. So maybe I can, you know, get off my excuses and move forward. But it's, it's really the place where people can, I wanted them to have the understanding that no matter what we go through, there are new doors, there's new choices, there's new avenues. And so basically when people are like, could you please write this? Could you please write this? I did have resistance because I left a lot out, out of mm -hmm. respect all the people in my life that I love them all. They were mm -hmm. there for an exact reason and purpose, but you know, I, I didn't, it's not a, it's not to trash people. It's to say, look, people show up so we can grow. We love them so we can grow and they love us in that manner so we can grow. And that's really what I wanted people to understand and reading through it. And then to say, okay, if, if I'm going through this pothole right now or this junk, there was a new solution. So maybe there's a new solution for me. And that's why it was so important to, to get that out. And people were asking, and I would, you know, you know how long it took me to get this out of the door. I, I, do. Scary. I do. I do. And you know, not only do I know how long, but every time one of, uh, one of you does a book, I get the emails from the publicist. Yeah. Uh, when do you do it? You wrote that forward? You wrote the forward to Tracy's book and you just will not write your book. But look, <laughs> you're next. Look, hey, it's me, a vulnerable place. It is. Well, now let me want, let me make up an excuse live on air. Listen to this. You ready? Yeah, I'm going to make up an excuse for you. Um, well, look, 
I am not ready. You know, you do something when the something time comes, right? How did you know this was the time for you? Literally, it was nagging me. It was like, you know, we say, listen to your intuition. It was nagging me and nagging me. I kept hearing, you got to do it. You got to do it. And I was like, literally going, okay, God, like, really, I got to do this now. I went back to school so I could get my reverend shift. I'm changing all the branding. We're moving everything around. I'm like, this is not good timing, but, but <laughs> I knew you, I always say, when you hear, you do, you got to listen, even if it doesn't feel like it's the right timing for you. But before, like what you were saying, I knew that wasn't the right timing, but when it was pressing on me, like you have to do it now, you have to do it every day. It was like, you got to keep writing. You got to keep writing. So I just listened and I, I just went for it. But like you said, I knew before when people said six, seven years ago, write a book. I'm like, it's not the right time. It's not, I'm not feeling it in my soul. I know. Look, Tracy, I want to dig a little bit into the book too, as well. And that's why I skipped the first break. But before I go there and talk about the mind is a virus, because that's where I really want to go for the moment, um, having a few moments of that myself. Um, how do people find out about you? And can you tell us more about the book club? Because I think the book club is brilliant. The idea of really looking at it as a book club where people can engage and learn and read and really just be in a safe space. So that's a brilliant idea. Tell us about that. It uh, starts tomorrow, January 19th yeah. at 7 p.m. Eastern. And then, you know, I encourage people to show up live. Yeah, you get the replays, but live is always more fun. And we're going to dive through, like, how did it make you feel? What did it bring up for you? Like, how can we shift that with you? And then go through some of the chapters together. It's four weeks. So it's for the next four weeks. And we're just going to pop on. And if anybody knows me, I always say an hour, but we go until I hear we're done. <laughs> so prepare for longer <laughs> timing. <laughs> oh, my God. You and I must be absolutely super notorious for that. So yeah, I have to put a caveat every time I do a summit or every time I do this where I have to say, I know it says 30 minutes, but you can't cannot hold me to that. <laughs> you got it. I'm the same way. People now, when they get to know it, like, oh, that seminar was supposed to be two hours, but it went three. But it's like, well, it is what it is. <laughs> you, you know, look, people are going to read this book, but they're going to play. They're going to also play with you in the book club. They're going to also do a number of different things. Yeah. I want to ask you this question before we jump into the mind is a, is a virus. It's related to this question. You cannot take on the writing of a book like this without not being transformed. I would love to know from the inception of the book idea to finishing it and having it in my hand, <laughs> did it change you? It did. It did change <laughs> me. It, it changed me a lot. Like I said, there was a, a lot of tears looking at things. It even allowed me to go through and look at things again differently. And it brought even more compassion and humility and understanding. And it also opened up a lot of conversations with my family in a different way. And, you know, so it, I think very healing for everyone on another level, you know, in another space. And yeah, you can't, you can't write it and not continue to transform. I find that every time I pick up a pick it up and sort of look at it or somebody sends me a testimonial or a review of something that changed them it's changing me again as well and it's just it's been beautiful and i'm still i've noticed my energy's changed i've noticed how i'm working with people's changing and 
it all happened when I said, okay, here we go. We got it in our hands. Let's go. <laughs> so in, a lot of release. A lot of, in the forward, Tracy, <clears throat> uh, one of the things I know is how you change. You're now Reverend Tracy. Yeah. So I know that, right? That yeah. happened. That happened. Congratulations. That happened. Thank you. Yeah. And we're actually legal is incorporating the non-denominational ministry. And one of the things in the book that I say that people love is I'm like the God of your understanding, because I think we've had so much division through all of this life and other lives. And I'm like, I just want a place where if you need to, whatever you're reading, your books, your Bible, I don't care if you just come and get love and get support and know that we can help our communities and our initiatives. And, and, you know, that was really on my heart to be able to get that moving. So we're in the works of that coming, coming to light. It's another pro that's my project for 2020. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good one. 2021. Yeah. It's all about the spiritual kick up. Hey, there's a thing I grabbed out of the book and I put it in the forward and I want to hit, I want to hit you up with it right now. So this is out of the forward, everybody. Um, and it, it's right after I talk about taking a leap of faith into something new and it was scary. Right. Um, and I talk about a little bit about when you get to the point where the fear of staying still is worse than the fear of moving in your book. Here's what you say. Right. And this is for all of us, everybody, even though this is Tracy, she says this. I thought to myself, Tracy, what do you do? Do you want to sell your soul to the devil and go back to the world full of snakes and idiots? Or do you really want to follow your passion? Yeah, that is the question for all of us right now, I think. It is, and to dig deep, because the opportunity, when I say sell my soul to the devil, wasn't, you know, a $100,000 job. It was hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars, and I was a single mom. So it's like, what do you do? But I just couldn't do it anymore. I had to take a leap of faith, and I had to actually, I was afraid. I was super scared. Do you go the comfy way, or do you follow what you feel is burning inside? And you know, as a, as a businesswoman and an energy worker and everything that you do, we dedicate our lives to what we do. This is not like nine to five, Monday to Friday, here we go and we maybe do some business trips. This is a whole, this is how we live every day. This is how we love every day. This is how we breathe every day, you know, seven days a week, a lot of times. And you get that we, you know, and so it was a whole shift and trust and faith and saying, okay, I, I'm not going to be comfortable anymore. I'm going to face the fear. I'm going to do it. And I reminded myself, if it doesn't work out, there's always another plan. There's always another plan. But I just went full in. And yeah, it was you. I know you've been there. And it <laughs> is, it's time for people listening to really stop playing the small because it's a paycheck or it's a this or that and trust that this is the year of major transformation and change. And we can start creating as a collective, helping each other achieve the dreams and the visions and change you, together. You know, so here, here's the interesting thing, Tracy, and I want to throw something out to you because I, I want to talk about this when we come back from break. For those of you just tuning in, Tracy L. Clark, and by the way, I, I'm telling you, if you tune in to her show, and let me tell you a little bit about that show and when that show is, it's Tuesdays at 8 a.m. on Transformation Talk Radio. And most of the time when you're ready to tune into that show, uh, the phones are already off the hook. Um, we've got people that answer phones for her show. And the energy is transformative in a way that you can't imagine. 
But I want to talk to you about something that is interesting, and it really does connect in the mind being a virus. I'm going through this right now. True confessions, if I would. You look at this change in your life, and then you look at something as simple as, where shall I move to? And you look at the options, and how does fear guide us? Now, maybe you're not moving, or maybe you are moving. Maybe it's a job. Maybe it's not a job. Maybe it's figuring out, do I file for PPP or unemployment? Do I move back in with mom and dad? What do I do in this time where everything is on the table? Do you decide to play to win? Or do you decide to play not to lose? That's where I find myself now. I find myself in a place where, wow, why don't I just get some little place until I could figure it out? And then the other side of me says, why wouldn't you get something you love? When we come back, Tracy L. Clark, Reverend Tracy, is going to talk about the dance between winning and playing not to lose. And I'll tell you, that is a Latin ballroom dance. <laughs> We're going to take a short break, everybody. Tracy L. Clark, the book is God. Where are you? It's me. When we come back, we'll tell you how to get a copy. It is a fabulous book. And is my mind a virus right now? And how do we fix it? Benny, David, we'll be right back. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Learn how to lead a happier life on Miles to Go with Brittany Miles. How to lose to gain it all. Join Brittany every second and fourth Wednesday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Listen as coach and healer Brittany Miles shares stories that teach you about surrender. For more information about Brittany, MilesToGoCoaching.com. Tune in to the show Heart Change Consciousness with me, Dr. Trish DeRocher, as stories of inspired activism come to life. Listening to conversations with your favorite authors, change makers, and many more who practice inspired spiritual activism and transform vulnerabilities into sources of strength. Let's be inspired together through my show, Heart Change Consciousness, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. I am so thrilled to be talking to all of you. We have got talk radio for all of us. Are you ready and willing and able to accept all of the abundance you can muster up in your life? Check us out at drpatshow.com, transformationtalkradio.com, transformationradio.fm. Oh, my goodness. 
Are you ready to branch out? Take a leap of faith. Tune in to Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills on TransformationTalkRadio.com to equip, empower, and enlighten yourself. Erica will energize and excite you to power up your passionate dream that sets your soul on fire. So get fearlessly ready and get powerfully rooted in your yes to live it up, love it up, and let it go. Visit GetRootedRadio.com. What would you do with the power of community? How do you create your own rituals? Tune into Living Your Gifts with me, Susan Huff, Ancient Applications for Modern Times, the second Wednesday of each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Our lives begin with the stories we are told and the stories we tell ourselves. Storytelling is the key. To learn more about me, visit LivingYourGifts.com. That's LivingYourGifts.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Thank you. I am so thrilled to have, yep, friend, colleague, fabulous talk radio host, Reverend Tracy L. Clark, award-winning author. author. The book is called God, Where Are You? It's Me. Um, I alluded to virus of the mind, but it really ties into many, many other things, especially the idea of playing not to lose. So playing not to lose takes on any number of faces in our lives. You know, it's this idea of don't rock the boat, don't ask for the raise. Don't rock the boat at Thanksgiving, just go along with everybody drinking too much, right? Mm -hmm. Um, How do we flip that so that, in your words, we don't curse our lives and we don't give up before the miracle arrives. And I know you've got a gazillion stories in here. What have you discovered along the way? Well, one of the things that people have to understand, especially when we have major change come in, we let our minds race and we go based on whatever our past experience is, right? So then all the negative programming will come up if it's there or other you share what's happening and everybody else's fears come up and they're projecting them at you and they're throwing like, you know, oh, moving's a pain and oh, it's so much work rather than, wow, what could be the joy of that? Or saying to you, that's a really cool opportunity. You're like, wow, you could probably find something way better. And, and I was talking about this on Soul Sundays this weekend, which is like, we'll, people will pull that negative narrative in because it seems to be the more prominent one that people have been growing up with and understanding versus saying what could be the positive of it. And that takes time. That takes time to actually reprogram. So then people are like, why me? That's cursing your life, right? Like, why does it happen to happen to me? That curses your life. Or it's like, people don't even realize that. They're like, how can this happen now? And, and this is bad timing. How about we flip that, take a pause and say, okay, what is the positive of this I'm not looking at? Like, what could come out of this? And if people would start to dream and, and just, you know, have that energy of what is the best thing that can come out of it. It doesn't mean that packing isn't going to be a pain, but we all know when we move, you, you get rid of junk you don't need. You get rid of crap you don't need, which opens more space in your life. It opens more blessings to come in. And right now, this is like such a perfect time to say, what is the blessing on the other side? Because I always say what we're going through in the world right now, if anybody's gone through a divorce, maybe it's been a bad divorce, a good divorce, whatever, I don't know, but I always equate it to a divorce. The world is going through a divorce with the old. And if you've been through any sort of breakup or divorce, it can be very messy. 
very messy. And what does your mind do? It gets into the, how dare you? And how dare you start cursing yourself and you're cursing them versus when you get out and you look three, five years back, you're like, that was the best thing that ever happened to me. And you guys are moving along. Everybody's fine. Everyone's got new partners or doing whatever. And it's kind of like water under the bridge. That's what's happening right now. So rather than letting the mind race, which we do and pulls up the old programming, the old habit, say, what if this is breaking up for me right now? Because spirit has something better for me. God has something better for me. And it's going to be messy because you got to break down the old, but your mental place will try to do everything to keep you locked in to what it knows. Cause you got to get uncomfortable and the brain and the body is designed to keep you comfortable, even if you don't like the situation you're in. And that's why the mind becomes a virus, because you got to recognize it, just like your computer and hit delete, 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 delete. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unfairness. You know, I've thought about this a lot, Tracy, and tell me if my thinking is, is basically screwed up here. Yeah. Uh, I know I'm going to get some free coaching from you right now. <laughs> why not Come on. Come on. Um, one of the things that hit us last night and this was really shocking news I mean if you're looking at me I got my first knee done I've got to get my second one done and Linda's going to jump through hoops to stay here to help me with that because yeah. I know me chances are if I don't get my other knee done I will not get it done who yeah. wants to remember what it what it feels like to go through that? Nobody. That's why the doctors say do one, hurry up and do the other. Yes. But we had this moment or last night after crying a lot. Yeah. And we had this moment where it was like, well, wait a minute. What are the possibilities? There's nothing on the table. It's a blank canvas. It's a blank canvas. The canvas could have me living in multiple places, right? Mm -hmm. The canvas could have another studio office set up on the East Coast. I mean, I started to go through this thinking, but as you go through this thinking, and then I even started to think about, and I know our listeners go through this because they call into the show. Mm -hmm. They have a hard time, where do I move? Where do I move? And we end up sometimes thinking, let me just get a place and we settle. What is the danger of settling in life, Tracy L. Clark? Reverend Tracy L. Clark. Yeah, well. The danger of settling. It is. A danger of settling can keep you from moving forward. It really can. And if you stay there for too long, it's difference between interim. Like I have a lady right now, same thing. They sold their place. They're like, well, now what? We can't seem to find anything to go into right now. But I'm like, wait a minute. There's an interim place because of some other things moving energetically. And that's different. If you're setting it up, like you said earlier, yep. like it's just an interim with the intention and understanding that while you're there, you're going to clean up some other stuff so you can now move to where you want to move to. And then like making that ability, um, that list of saying, if I move there, this is a dream building, right? Like what are the different things that I can pull in? Who are the different people that I can pull in? I, I, but I'm also one, someone who loves moving. I love change. I love it because you new people, new opportunities, new things. Right. And I've learned that over years because yeah. I've moved a lot, so, <laughs> a lot. We're moving again, probably in May. So we're moving again, but, and then, you know, and then I look at other countries and when you start to expand the energy that way, 
now the creative possibilities come through, right? So you can say, if I'm on the West Coast, the East Coast, this country, that country, as soon as you start dreaming, not the difficulties of it, of, oh, the packing, the moving, but dreaming of what that is, then you open up this energy that allows all the people to show up to help you, to make mm -hmm. it easy, to make that right place show up. And sometimes you will land in a place and say, okay, now I, I need to move. But if you settle, like if you take that job because you're like, that's just the paycheck and there's something you know inside you is greater, chances are you're going to feel heavy. You'll start to feel depressed. You'll, you won't feel as good. People always tell me when they do that, they eat all the foods that they know their body doesn't like. And then they start going, here I am again, back in the same place I was before. Yeah. Got to out of that. And you know what's interesting about this is we're going back, Tracy, and you're going to get an email or a call from us because don't ask me how, don't ask me why. I don't know, but I was divinely guided not to celebrate our 10th year anniversary last year in 2020. Mm -hmm. When it was up for grabs, we're like, I said, no, we need to celebrate our 11th, 2021. And so we're having these creative meetings about mm -hmm. how to go about that. We're going to celebrate all of you. So we're going to call you and ask you to do a little recording and we're going to put it together in a cool way. So I'm reading your book again this morning and I come to the section of your book. Now I've read your book. I wrote the forward. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, I had to have read the book yeah. to write five pages. Yeah. <laughs> But somehow I think I missed this one. Hmm. Rebuilding your foundation. Hmm. What was that like for you? Can you reflect back for a moment on what that was like for you? Yeah, it was hard. It was hard because it's like taking taking a an old house that you gotta rip down, right? Because you can't build on the old foundation, it won't work. You're, you have to change your thoughts. You have to change your perceptions. You have to look at your life and say, who's serving me? Like, who's helping me? Who's helping me lift up? Where am I contributing to them? Who's, you know, you don't want those people around that every day you call, if you call them and they're like, oh, life stinks, blah, blah, you know, like that's not serving you. And it was challenging, it really is. And I think this is where I see people get stuck in life a lot because changing your foundation means changing your perception unlearning everything you've learned and to build a strong foundation you have to be willing to unlearn what you've been programmed and start relearning what you feel inside what you know is your divine blueprint what works for you so something that might work for me may not work for you but you will know you're like i could take that information mold it this way for me and bang your foundation gets stronger and it's something that you never waver from and i know you made a similar commitment that i did so in our work we made a commitment i said my commitment is to serve the people to serve the god of my understanding and i will not stop and i declared that to my family i said this is what i need to do you can come along or i'll still love you but you know things are going to change now they chose to come along so i knew <laughs> i knew you know great <laughs> but when we declare that, we don't waver on that. So we know that it can change, but we start to build principles in our life that we're not going to waver from. So you put new boundaries in and you say, I can, this is what I can accept right now. And those boundaries will change. Don't, they're not locked. Nothing's locked in stone, but you start to change the foundation and to build the life you want 
you must start looking at things that are going to, again, make you uncomfortable and act on it. Not just talk about it. People talk about it all day long, but to do it and to do it. That's where you need to know you got a parachute. You got people, whether they're listening to your shows or on all the other announcers or here, like there's people out there willing to help you and give you a parachute, but you got to be willing to take it and accept it and know that your way probably isn't working so well if you aren't living in that life. And I had to do that. I had to look out, put my pride down and say, okay, my life sucks. What's the first thing I need guidance here and listen and do it. And it was scary. It was very scary. Very Look, scary. you are moving forward. I want to talk about forward movement for a minute. Um, the reason I want to talk with you about this is because you and I made the same commitment. Mm -hmm. So finding a place to live has got to be in service of the bigger vision that we're creating. Yeah. We have not yet fully launched our new technology and we have two requests from people who want to own their own channel. And I think about this and I ask myself, wow, in a minute it's daunting. But then I asked for it. I made the same commitment you did to help our listeners, to help our viewers, to bring things to them that will work. So finding an apartment or a place to live that is a means to an end. It's not an end. Mm -hmm. How can we help people today look at their lives? Even if you do have to move back into mom and dad's or your aunt's house. Boy, I can't tell you how many people that have been with our team have had to do that. And it is an amazing gift to be able to do that. How do we help people see? What we're experiencing is not the end of the world, but could be the beginning, Reverend Tracy. Yeah, that's, well, there's also a lot of energy that gets trapped in the body, usually within the heart and the mind, right? So our heart is our creation and it's trapped in the, in the mind. I see this a lot, big energetic blocks. And then there's, it goes back. So you said it earlier in the show, you have fear, you have love. That's it. Take your pick. Where do you want to be, right? But a lot of times when, say, you got to move back in with your family member, then all the shame and am I an adult and all this crazy programming versus, well, they're just giving me a, a space to rest my head. And it's not the end of the world because it'll allow you to refocus so you can actually get to the next level, the next space. And sometimes I find in the spiritual community, there's a big misconception because I don't know, they swirl the light and everything's perfect the next day. No, no, no. It's called a journey for a reason. <laughs> we stay out of the aging line, but we stay in the journey line. But it's, you know, you said it. For me to open the non-denominational ministry, what did I have to do? I had to go back to school. I couldn't just magically say, here I am, because it wasn't compliant. It wouldn't be compliant anywhere in the world. So I needed to take steps. Was it uncomfortable? Darn right. Did I want to go back to school? No, I did go kicking and screaming. I was like, no way. When I had to write those exams and stuff, I was like panicking, brought up all these fears because I was not a good student in school. So it brought up all these fears around going back to school. And I got through it and I cleared it and I shifted it. I realized I had all this shame and blocks that were still coming up from being a student like all those years ago. So when we move back into something or we change, ask yourself, I have fear and I have love. So really, what are all the emotions sitting on this fear that are driving me into this panic mode about this change? 
and watch just by asking spirit that question, you'll start to have these points where you'll go back to like I did with school. And cause I almost did not take it. I was like, oh, I got back to school. Oh my God. And all these fears that would have stopped me from serving people. And it's exactly what you're saying right now. You said, I'm going to serve people how you know best in your higher self. And that made me adjusting things a little bit, yeah. but you're willing to do it. And you know, mm-hmm. you got to get uncomfortable to do it. Mm-hmm. You're getting uncomfortable Let- right now because you have another big thing that's coming and you can <laughs> see, you can see technology this year. Like you are in such the right time because yeah. technology this year is, go- we're going to start seeing things on a technology basis. We have only dreamed of that has been held back from society that is going to help. And it's going to help you. It chills. It's going to help you so much that this couldn't be better timing for you. I can see it in your face. It could not be better timing. So you got to be uncomfortable. It, it is. And we've, it's not, and we've worked hard and boy, I'll tell you, Tracy, one of the things we took in pretty much everything you all have asked us that for anything you've ever wanted, that we've never been able to provide you. We took it all in. We made our shopping list. We asked our listeners, what do you want us to do more of? How do you want us to do it? And one of the biggest requests was, can we please do live streaming video and capture it on our phones and send you text messages? So there are these things, but we are living in a different world. Linda and I went and got two new phones. I'm not going to mention what a mess up the data transfer was because we're going to go get that fixed. But I went to plug in a device in my new phone. Benny, you're laughing right now. David and Benny are probably laughing right now. But I went to take like something like an earbud or something like to plug into the phone, like to listen. There are no plugins for the phone anymore. Nope. No plugins. Bluetooth or some other device to USB. Yep. I spent 30 minutes trying to fit a big plug into a teeny hole before I Googled it. Mm-hmm. Now, yesterday was a trying day, so you got to cut me a break on that. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my question. I'd like Reverend Tracy to take a look out for this year. Let's see if we can jump ahead and look back. Describe what 2021 looks like for you. 2021 for me, wow, we've changed so much. We're going to be building, like I said, the non-denominational ministry, finding ways of helping. We already do a lot of outreach. People don't realize that, but we have a lot of outreach. Uh, Christmas time is our biggest one, but throughout the year, we're constantly finding families and people and gifting, and it's what we do. And um, so we're going to be building out that non-denominational space as we, we work with people all over the world. So to bring that in and to allow that place to just, like I said, be the loving space where people can come. And, and it's really interesting because it's going to be a very diversified space because people don't realize, like I sold my first company at 26. I have a very strong business background and I help a lot of people in that space. Um, We've been, we were asked to do a lot more speaking and stuff, but that's not happening right now due to COVID (laughs) or like zooming it only, but that's going to be, that's going to be my focus. And we're also launching this year, uh, the body regeneration method where we're going to actually have specialists. I can't handle all my clients. Um, guys, I have a huge wait list. I do the best I can, but, um, we're going to be training other people that to, it's different though, to not to incorporate, the the spaces and the teachings I have with what they already have. So it becomes 
truly, truly an authentic space of you channeling with spirit and God your way. It's not, it's, it's totally different than what's out there. So we're breaking ground in new areas. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. And it's going to be quite a year. Like I say to people, this is like what you're going through right now. The world is going through this year. Like there's going to be a lot of ups and downs. We got to be in the boat and just holding on. I say, hold on in the boat together. Like, you know, those shows with the fishermen where the, the big tidal waves are coming over them mm -hmm. and they're hanging on, but they get out the other side. Mm -hmm. um, that's going to be this year and it's going to feel that way. But trust, you have to trust. It's just dismantling the old, no matter what you see, don't get caught up into it, go within. And if you can trust that we're all going to come out of this better than ever before. And this is going to be a year that people can manifest and create, but you got to stay in the boat together. <laughs> we got to stay in the boat together. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about Martin Luther King Jr. And the day put aside in honoring Martin Luther King Jr. And I bring it up because, and I bring it up at the tail end of this is because the first time I heard him speak i have a dream and even to today it brings chills it's just chilling yeah. and everyone has the right to feel the experience and the energy of i have a dream your book screams it your book screams the invitation and i think about a man like he I think about you. I think about the many hosts on the network, Benny, David, and all of our listeners, and how powerful the dreams are that we have. How can we help people step out as we honor this man, Dr. King? How do we step? How do we help people step out and formulate their version of I have a dream? You know, it's, I, I want to say this, I have chills, but it makes me emotional. If I get a block or like, I feel like something's a little stuck. I listen to that speech. I listen to different music. But I listen to that speech. I do too. Um, it chills because it's, it's so powerful and it, it will, will center you back because everybody does have a dream. And I say, remember this so often, especially with social media, Somebody else see where I am today, where you are today. And they just think we woke up yesterday and got there. No, you and I have put in, you know, it's like all of these people, you put in time, hours, effort, we fall down, we get back up. They don't see us when we cry. They don't see us when we say I'm quitting. And then we get those beautiful testimonials. We're like, okay, you know, God picks <laughs> us back up again. They don't see that. And I always say baby steps go to big steps. But if you don't take the first step, your dream is always going to be out in the universe, but it's, it's waiting for you to just reach up and grab it and say, what is the first step I can do today towards that? And know that if you can do that first step, it's like I said earlier, when it, the hardest part of going through a divorce is saying it's over. The hardest part of reaching your dreams is saying, I'm taking the first step and don't, don't worry if no one else gets it. Don't worry if people are going to crap on your dreams and don't share it with them, but get with the people, listen to the things. And if you only want to listen to that speech over and over right now, till you take the first step, then that's what you do. That's really 
you know, for me, as I bring, you know, this conversation to you and you share your strength, hope, uh, and experiences with people, you know, the thing that I'm really struck by, the timing in your of your book, God, where are you? We have all said it. We've all been there. We've yeah. all been there. And I think this is the year for me to just keep saying thank you, God, over and over and over again, whatever shows up. Oh, you want me to move? Okay, thank you, God. Oh, okay, thank you, God. Oh, okay, thank you, God. And I think when I look at what you're doing, the book, and again, the book club, how brilliant is that? Because I'll tell you, I've read your book several times and really do need a book club because this is about transformation. Tell us about the book club. Tell us about your plan to continuing to help people to transform Tracy L. Clark. Yeah, book club tomorrow, January 19th. 19th already, January is almost over. Wow, 7 p.m. <laughs> Eastern time. So there's four weeks. So make sure you click on all the links because it'll ask you to click on all four week, uh, links. And then you get the notice. You can come. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about certain chapters. We're going to talk about how it made you feel. We're going to shift the energy together. And we're going to have a lot of fun. And then we're going to keep on. I really want to talk about Soul Sundays quickly because I Please. do them a month right now. All of that money goes back to help people. Like I said, I cannot tell you. We, with the ministry site that we're building, we're going to have a whole bunch of things of what we have done. But so people know. But um, I'm always very respectful of their space because you got to remember, and people ask us, well, who got this or who got that? I'm like, there are people that we've all carried shame in our lives. And, you know, if they're willing to share, that's fine. But if not, I never, I never put them in that space. It is about making sure that they're taken care of. And that's what we do. Soul Sundays once a month, it's an, a 90 minute service, a non-denominational service Sunday mornings at 10 AM Eastern. Yes. There's always a replay people ask, but that is to uplift you for the week, the month. And I also like to keep people really informed energetically what is happening, what's shifting and, the radio show is a great place. So when people call in, you know, every week I, I update them really what's happening and what we can look for. And, you know, this is a kickoff week of a lot of things energetically changing yep. in the world. Yep. And um, just to watch us as we, we expand the non-denominational ministry, it'll be a whole new website. So it's, um, you know, it takes time, but that is, that's my focus and body regen. Obviously we're going to get of those course. classes up so people can, we can help promote other people in their work and what they're doing and have their say in their way. So it's really unique. Pretty exciting. Okay. What's on your show tomorrow? It's actually a call-in show. We, we had so many guys. I'm, I'm doing call-in shows. Poor, poor, poor Olivia. I'm like, more call-in, more call-in. Because like you say, we have so many people on the line still that um, we're just going to continue to do them right now because I feel that's the best way to help people because everyone is asking, like you said, God, where are you? What's going on? And I don't know what to do next. So it is another call-in show of whatever you require shifting. And I'm going to talk a little bit about um, the unexpected, but we are going to do a little bit of a global prayer blessing, which I do in my community every night at nine o'clock. And we're going to start the show off with that because the world really needs it tomorrow. Big time. Every no night. kidding. Tracy, thank you so much for, for this. One last question, Reverend Tracy L. Clark. God, where are you? It's me. Personal message. What would you like to leave us with today? Don't give up. Don't give up. And trust, no believe with everything you have no matter what you see outside there's some pretty amazing things happening behind the scenes that we will all get to experience this year for a better planet and a better humanity for everybody 